S-A-W-B-A chairperson, Nampomolelo Ramatsoka joins us now. But I did a little research, and yeah, I did a little preparation for this show. And I looked up Sauber, S-A-W-B-A, and there are a lot of them. Uh, go do, do yourself a favor and search. Uh, in fact, Nampomolelo, I should tell you about this. Do a search, Have you done a search for S-A-W-B-A on the Googles? Uh, no, I haven't. There's, for some odd reason, Bridge comes up first. The South African Bridge Federation call oh, themselves wow. Sauber. Uh, there was also the Winter Baseball Association or something that happens as well. But we're talking women's basketball, right? Yes, we are. Whew, just as well. Because I was finding out all about Bridge and I still don't understand that game. So, all right. Basketball, I get. Hello, Nampomolelo. How are you today? Good, thanks, John. How are you? How is women's basketball? You know, the state of women's basketball right now in the country is not great, which is why Salba came about um, to begin with. So what are you going to do? I mean, we're hoping to create opportunities for girls and women um, just to have more spaces to play, you know, not just locally, but internationally as well. Mm. Our hope is that we can grow participation, but also grow participation in elite sporting areas. Uh, we were talking to Netball at the beginning of the program, and they're doing exceptionally well. So why is there this discrepancy between Netball and basketball? You know, I think a part of the problem, especially with women's basketball, is for a long time women's basketball has been seen as a, as a subsidiary to men's basketball, right. you know, as opposed to a sport on its own. Mm. Um, and really what we're trying to say as Salba is that, you know, women's basketball should be an entity on its own in the sense that it should have opportunities specifically for women and girls and not just seen as a subsidiary of men's basketball. Okay, so it's not like you're the curtain raiser to the men's events that start a little bit later on. You want to be your own standalone thing. Yes, we want women's basketball to have a core focus. And how are you doing this? Tell us about this board of directors. It sounds exciting. It is. I mean, so we just, um, conversations started a few months ago and we decided as women in basketball that we wanted to get organized. And so we went ahead and we gathered members. Um, we have members signed up from across the country, all nine provinces, as well as having members who are South Africans living abroad, mm. you know, that have had opportunities through basketball. Um, and then we elected a board, you know, and so we've been hard at work making plans. Um, trying to see how we can really impact the game and, and impact the lives of young women. You know, if you look at the board, a lot of the women in the board um, have really spoken about how basketball has given them opportunities. And so we want to be able to create the same opportunities for the next generation of young women. Mm. How is this different from what basketball South Africa should be doing? Sure, that's a great question. I mean, I think that we're not really looking to replace Basketball South Africa. We're really looking to be an ally to Basketball South Africa. To say, how can we, you know, help them, not just Basketball South Africa, but also all the affiliate members of mm. Basketball South Africa. You know, we're not trying to replace an entire association. Um, you know, we understand that Basketball South Africa are the custodians of the sport in the country. And really we're saying, how can we help them to push the women's agenda? Have, have, you, have you been in conversation with them? So we haven't been in formal conversation with Basketball South Africa yet. I think the last few months have really been about how we form, how we organize, right. you know, making sure that we're properly constituted. Because, yeah, we, we do so many football interviews and there's so many of these lovely ideas that come up in football. But when they go to the governing body, suddenly things get squashed very quickly. You're hoping, obviously, that that doesn't happen. 
We're definitely hoping that that doesn't happen. You know, we really do want to be an ally to Basketball South Africa, mm. you know. And like I said, not just Basketball South Africa, to the associate members that it has. You know, to how can we be mem- um, of help to USA, to wheelchair, to Masters Basketball. Right. How do you start? <laughs> You've got this board. How do you find girls that want to do basketball and get them up and raise the game? So part of that process is really how great it is that we have members from everywhere. You know, so now we have somebody who is involved in basketball in every single province. Mm-hmm. And a lot of our members are involved in their local structures. So, you know, we have members um, who are chairpersons of district associations, who are sit on the boards of district associations. So I really think in terms of getting reached, you know, we have started that already. Mm-hmm. Um, in making sure that we have members from everywhere. I was just having a look at, I was driving past my old high school, which I rarely do, but their tennis courts don't exist anymore. They're now basketball courts. So the sport is huge. Do you think it'll be a challenge to, to find a lot of girls that are playing basketball? Absolutely not. You know, the sport has grown so much. I mm. think basketball's had its highs and lows, and definitely right now we are sitting in a low but the sport is out there, mm. you know, and there are young women playing. And apart from young women, there are women who, you know, have played for years, who are still right. organized within themselves and amongst themselves and are playing. Yeah. Um, we just want to be able to bring that to the light. Again, in Nepal, we were talking about how there's so many African exports going to play over in, over in Europe and Australia as well. So we certainly have the ball talent and, and the big girls that can, that can compete to the world stage on the continent. No, absolutely. And they just haven't really had those opportunities. Mm. You know, it's really difficult to export talent when your talent isn't playing on an international <laughs> stage. Yeah, or they're not and, playing at all. Yeah, you know, so it really is difficult to do that. We do have a few girls who are playing abroad, mm-hmm. you know, um, from our last national team, our last under-16 national team a few years ago. Um, one of our under-16 players is now playing at high school in the U.S. Mm. So there are there are players who are getting opportunities, but there really aren't enough players who are getting those kinds of opportunities. How are you going to create those opportunities? What, give us an example. Surely you must have come up with an idea. Uh, yeah, I mean, um, so one of the things we'd really like to do is to have, you know, um, a formal girls camp um, where we're inviting girls from all over the country mm. um, to be able to sit and, and play in front of of people who can give them opportunities. So university coaches, high school coaches, those sorts of things. Mm. But starting in the district level, so making sure that in those districts we're involved enough to be able to identify talent and to identify those goals and bring them to a place where we can give them opportunities. As you're saying that, I'm suddenly thinking about what we were talking about earlier. You don't just want it to be uh, part of the men's game. So you want these people that are watching these young girls to know that this is a women's sport it's not like you're going to get the men's coach in and he's going to have his assistant coach coach the girls that's part of what you're doing as well surely exactly and you know apart from creating playing opportunities we're looking to say hey women do everything within the sport you know the sports value chain is not just playing there's coaching there's administration Mm -hmm. there's sports medicine there's a whole host of things that go into um a sport being able to happen and we're saying hey how do we in basketball create opportunities for women in every single portion are you basing this on something? Are you looking at, at the women WNBA in the States, for example? Um, I think, you know, the WNBA is really a league more than it is an association right. that focuses on grassroots as well. Okay. And so I can't say we're, we're mirroring it after 
you know, a professional league per se, because that's not really exactly where our interest lies. Mm-hmm. You know, it lies in the entire chain, you know, from grassroots level all the way so. to elite competition. You've got a task in your hand, Momolelo. We absolutely do, you know. But <laughs> Let's aim high, shall we? <laughs> absolutely. Why not? Um, but I also have a formidable board of women who are really dedicated um, to the task at hand, you know, and who are really looking to, to leverage their abilities to be able to get the work done. Mm. When you throw a ball at a girl and she plays basketball and you look at that and you go, this, she's, she's got such potential and she's missed out on all these years, what's that feeling that goes through you? Definitely sadness. You know, oh, yeah. I know what basketball's given me and the opportunities that basketball's provided for me. Um, and it does. It saddens me that there is a generation of, of girls and who have missed out on that. Mm. You know, who have missed out on not just playing, but, you know, being able to travel, being able to get an education, that sort of thing. Uh, what, are the, what, what support are you getting from men? So that's actually a really great question. So our membership is open to um, everybody regardless of gender identity. And we do have men who have become members of the organization and want to know how they can help. Mm. You know, um, as much as we're a women's organization, we, we do want men who are allies and who want to help improve the state of women's basketball. Uh, yeah. So I mean, there's, then everybody wants to help. And if you want to get involved, you can kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Not just for girls, by girls, only girls. Yeah, so, you know, it is for girls, by girls, but definitely with our allies. Because <laughs> men are nice people. Some men are nice people as well, aren't we? <laughs> a few of us, but we're doing fine. Uh, okay, so what's the big goal? What's what's the ambition, Nampemolelo, of SAWBA? What do you want it to be if I speak to you in, I don't know, four years' time? If you speak to me in four years' time, I want to be able to tell you that, you know, how many girls we've been able to provide opportunities to put through school. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to tell you that we're on track to send a women's basketball team to the Olympics someday. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to be able to tell you that through basketball, we have been able to upskill people um, to work in all the different areas of basketball. And that's, you know, I'm suddenly thinking, as you were saying earlier, that that's a lot. Um, the, I mean, the, the the other areas. You think about the players on the court, but then there's so much around that, isn't there? Yeah, absolutely. And we want women to to do that. I mean, I think one of the most beautiful sights is um, I got the chance to be an assistant coach the under 60 national team, like I said, mm. and we had an entire female staff. You know, mm. our physio was female, our doctor was female, our coach, assistant coach, and manager were all female. You know, and that's a beautiful sight, and I'd like to see more of that. Mm. What's Africa's current state? Not just not just women's basketball, but men's basketball uh, on the world stage. So there are some African teams that are making waves on the world stage. Mm-hmm. You know, if you look at women's game, are really good. The Nigerian women's team is really fantastic. Yeah. Um, so there are countries that are getting it done, and even in the men's game, you know, there are countries that are competing at a very high level. Um, and, you know, I heard you talking to Nepal earlier, and like mm. you said, they've been able to export players, mm. and that does strengthen your national teams. And a lot of countries have done that. I mean, if you look at the Nigerian national teams, both on the women and men's side, um, a lot of the players are players that they've been able to export in order to raise the level. Mm.
Yeah, so that's what you'll be looking at. I, I, I love what you said about the education thing. That was the first thing that came to your mind when I asked you about the future. Helping girls get through school, get college bursaries by playing basketball. How important is that to you? Absolutely. I think that's core cool, um, for us because I think for a lot of us, that's how we got an opportunity to get educated. Mm. You know, if you listen to the stories of a lot of women, and sometimes it's not even – um, just bursaries and giving money to, for an education, but really inspiring girls to be able to get educated through basketball, mm. you know, wanting to play somewhere and, and in turn getting an education. Uh, and we're talking about the board. Uh, sorry, my guest is uh, Sauber Chairperson and Pamelero Ramatsocha. Uh, the board's been made up, and there's a point that you've made that Manyani Maseko will be focusing on legal and ethics. Um, so you're not just this ragtag people that are saying, all right, let's just make basketball bigger. This is this is proper, full-out, thought-through processes that you guys are going to be doing. Absolutely, it really is. And if you do look at the board, like you're saying, it's, a, it's experts, people who are experts in their field. Yeah. But we also have, you know, young people as well, young people who are starting out in their careers and they are able to then draw mentorship from the older people in the board. Um, you know, legal and ethics is really important to us. It's, it's, a, it's a big deal that we dot all the I's and cross all the T's. Yeah. Um, and advocacy is also something else that's going to be big for us. You know, um, apart from, you know, us trying to create opportunities, but also trying to create voices for women. So all the issues affecting women within the sport, we want to bring those to light as well. Is this your full-time gig, Nupopolelo? It is not my full-time gig. <laughs> put all of this in with, with other stuff. Indeed, I do. I actually just switched careers, so I was doing basketball full-time. Right. And now um, I just did my M1 year last year, and so I'm an intern psychologist. Okay. We might as well just throw that in as well. <laughs> one, of, one of South Africa's 200 young South Africans as well. Throw that in. When was that? A couple of years ago, right? Yeah, that was a few years ago. Right. Um, that was... 2018, I think. It sounds like a million years ago, but it was only a couple of years ago, so don't feel too bad. It definitely feels like a million (laughs) years ago. Uh, You've done this all during lockdown, so a lot of Skype calls? Yes, we are great on Zoom. (laughs) Um, It's actually how we hosted our elections. It was quite innovative and Mm -hmm. fantastic. So we had polls on Zoom um, where people could vote, and, you know, the the results could come up live and everybody could see the results. Mm -hmm. So... It was great. I mean, I thought our team did a great job of being innovative in terms of how we can really get this organization off the ground and get this organization off the ground with members all around the world. I was going to say, it's probably cheaper because in the old days, you would have flown people in and you would have had these conferences at a venue and spent a lot of money. Now everybody sits in their pajamas and you guys can put together an association. Yeah, it's actually fantastic. You know, um, and the unfortunate instance of a of a global pandemic um, made us find new ways to get mm. things done. Well, good luck to you. We'll keep a close eye on this, and hopefully, you guys can raise it. And let's let's be another. Let's get another African side into the Olympic Games. I see there was there was just one in 2016. So hopefully, we get some more in there soon. Of course, and hopefully, it is us. <laughs> yes, Saba Chairperson Mpomalela Ramatsocha, South African Women's Basketball Association, launched with an all-female board of directors.